Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdrafts up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Hello, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. This time uh, recorded um, up past 12 on Friday afternoon. So if you comment came in after that, sorry, I missed it. Sometimes I miss them. If I miss them, I'm sorry. Resubmit it or I'll get back to you or whatever. Um, yeah, in delightful Croydon. Lovely. Fortunately, I rang the shipper because it was uh, UB and then Croydon. And I said, can I do it the other way around? And they went, that doesn't make any sense. Cause, and I went, it does to me. Because otherwise, I've got to go to UB, then all the way around to Croydon, then all the way around to 25 back again. So, I will be Friday afternoon in Slough. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, it's a running gag that no matter where I am in the world, I end up in Slough. I could be sunbathing a beach in Malaga on Friday morning. I'd still be in Slough on Friday afternoon. I don't know how it happens, it just does. Right, so what we got this week? Uh, this week we've done, um, there's a few comments on one I did before on driver's time and work time directive, and I am going to do one. I am still narrowing it down myself, but I will get around to it. Um, Godzilla says, you can do four and a half hours driving time on a break, but you can split your break and you can split your shift, but you don't have to split your shift. But that has to comply with work time directive. My head hurts. It, it does work. I've got a plan. I mean, I've got this system that I'm working to, and as long as you stick to the system, it's not that bad. But it is a headache. The problem is, like I say, the two don't run. It's like a syncopated rhythm. It's not like one's going and the other one's going. So it's... One's going like this and the other one's going... And it's just all over the shop. But once you get the hang of it, it's still... But I'm sure that was a really good analogy. I can't understand why I'm not a drummer. Oh, dear. Uh, Matthew Smith. The biggest problem is people getting confused with the work time directive and driver's hours and not running them in line with each other. Exactly. But it is doable. I have a, I've got a little system. I'll share it. Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. He said, um, he used to drive, he always talk about how many trucks you have to run. You know, he said, he was speaking to a guy, he said, you either run five or you run 25. He said, the most he's ever run was four. Um, but he used to cross hire them across the platform or something like that, which I don't fully understand. But yeah, it is kind of getting involved for one, a lot of work for one thing. There we go. Uh, Chris, is it Chris Grove, something like that? He sleeps in the truck all week. Oh yeah, he, he's on, he's, um, yeah, he, he's, he's just um, picked up the channel again. Um, he said, if you're gonna stop, stop somewhere where they've got cameras and security. Um, these are the best places to stop, but they fill up quick. He says, um, there's a free paper that runs around a truck stop called Truck Stop News, imaginatively titled there, which will also tell you all about what's going on now. Um, oh, he said, alternatively, aim for an industrial estate near a supermarket or a pub. This is a question, right? So you're out of driver's house, you're parked up, you want to go for a pint, but you can't have two or three pints because then you're back in your cab. And as soon as you're back in the cab, if you're in a cab with the keys, they knock on the door, that's drink driving. So presumably, if you're out for the night, I mean, I don't know about this, but I don't happen to me often, so it's not really an issue, like, you know. But if you're out for the night, you can't really have a couple and then jump in a cab because you can't, you know. Even though you clearly might be parked in a truck stop for the night and you know you ain't going nowhere and you couldn't even if you wanted to, keys are on you. So as I understand it anyway, but no, I know what you're saying. At least the supermarket, you can go and get yourself some tea and all that kind of stuff, like, you know. Um, he said, if you get asleep, never get much sleep in laybys. In my experience, you're right. 
that rocking side to sidey thing is a little bit, Jesus Christ, it's like trying to fall asleep in a train station. Having said that, there are laybys and laybys. I found that if you've got to go for one, go for one where it's kind of, you know, you've got the ones that are right next to the road and the ones where they've got like a little island, they're set back a bit, get the centre of an island, maybe hook your, um, your um, near side wheels up on a kerb. Gives you more chance, I find. But yeah, th welcome to the channel, mate. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Lee Allen, who's also got grandfather rights. So the grandfather rights if you passed your test prior to 1997, which I did because I passed mine in 1987. Um, and he also says that you do your CPC. CPC training is 35 um, hours every five years. I think I've done that one before. I just couldn't remember it. But yeah, something else you've got to just keep on top of. And he's, he basically, Leon's now in a seven and a half ton till he gets his class two. He used to drive coaches. He said, don't miss it one bit. Oh, and he does ask, he asks how old my, my daff is. He's driving a 17 plate. Very nicely, 17 plate. Mine is not quite as tidy as that. I don't spend that kind of money on lorries. Mine is a 62 plate. But she's lovely. Alice is fine. Starts, goes. Wonderful, Lori. Very pleased with her. Um, oh, and also he said... Oh, he also he went on and said, um, was I on the Rugley site when I was stuck in Amazon? When I was on the Rugley site, because they made me sit in the track. But it's the only place he's known where they've made him sit in the passenger seat. No, that was Dunstable. That's when I ran the corner from my house. He didn't actually make me sit in the passenger seat. He asked me to sit in the passenger seat. And, I, and bearing in mind, it makes no difference to me. I ain't going nowhere, have I? They got me keys. Um, whether I sit in a passenger seat or a driver's seat, and I've even got more room there because I've got steering wheel in front of me. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's a bit daft. But there you go. Rules is rules. Spend all that money on a Sturlock and still make you sit in a passenger seat. Heroes in high vis. This was just a dopey one I did. I kind of thought about it, like, you know. I thought there'd be more. I remember, I remember watching, um, well, obviously Star Wars, they're all wearing the IVs, um, and I remember watching Space 1999, I didn't make it clear, it's when they, had, had, they got any eagles, they had like this space suit, and all the other space suits at the time were white, but in Space 1999 were orange, I thought, orange space suit, that's cool, maybe, you planted a seed a long time ago, um, other heroes in IVs, other than us, of course, um, Chris C, it says, Wolverine from the X-Men, the animated war IVs, I don't know about that. The early X-Men, as I remember, wore yellow and black outfits. Does that count as high vis? So the problem with the superhero theme, we'll come to this in a minute, is a bit like that. Not that it really matters, but we'll go for this one quickly, don't worry. Uh, Valiant V. Also, born in 1969. It's going to go back and look up Space 1999. Harper Valentine, my mate Nick, who's got his own channel out there, London Creative, if you fancy it. It's all, give it a bash. He's a mate of mine. He's known for the market. Um... He said it was something in the space. Like, he was, he was, he's, he's much younger than me as well. It was a nuclear dump on the moon that went where I'm getting rid of waste and it exploded. And then the moon shot into orbit, but they couldn't get back to Earth, so they decided to go ahead in for Meta, the planet where they were sending some probe to us. He remembers it far better than me, but he's younger than me, so his memory's probably better. And um, he said apparently that they used to put it on before Saturday Superstore. <laughs> okay, so I watched it when it's first time around, like you know. Um, and Ian Merrick says, um. The best he can do was John Pertwee had a yellow vintage car. Now that doesn't count. Sorry, that doesn't count. Also, he's bought himself a high-vis gilet. Not because it's warm, because it looks smarter. I have done the same. I'm waiting for it to come through. I'll let you know how it goes. It kind of looks like one of them kind of like police stab vest things. Also, these things. How is it so difficult to put on what is effectively a waistcoat? That bit goes on fine. That bit goes on. No, and then when it does go on, it's in a knot, and inside out, and upside down. It's a soppy waistcoat. How can it be so hard? But I'm trying it with the IVs. 
because that's a bit more solid, I'm hoping I won't get this funny arm thing going on there. We done that one. Yeah. Um, he looks smart. I think he might do. I'll let you know how it goes. Well done, you. As you say, be smart, be presentable, be polite, not to be separate. Um, gardening with Ray. He's, he's a bit on the firm as well now. Um, does Super Ted count? And do I get two for one? Because it, right, because he had a red logo, red really yellow logo. No, Super Ted doesn't count. Neither does John Pertwee's car, Superman, The Flash, The Green Lantern. Although I've been thinking about this, didn't Super Ted have exactly the same outfit as The Flash? Did they just blatantly rip that one off and nobody knew? Well, no one said anything. Isn't it my outfit? I'm surprised that the DC firm went straight on for that one. But um, anyway, it's just a silly little thing. Uh, and Tesco's Trent Darby, he says he's been watching prison documentaries. He said, you look more like a convict. He's based in Grantham. Yeah, I was up there the other day. Yeah, I wonder, does that count as well? Orange is the new black. Are they heroes, that mob? I don't watch it. Are they nice people? You know, just because they're inside. I know a few nefarious characters. Doesn't make them a bad person. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, heroes in high vis. Now back to the real world. Um, what if a job comes through and it's more miles that's on a job? Long fingers, his take on this was, he said, if it's five miles or less, don't worry about it. More than 10 miles, definitely fine. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I suppose if it was going 200 miles and it came in at 210 miles, yes. If it came in as a 10-mile job and it turned out, that, you know, just let it go, you wouldn't worry, would you? But if it was a 10-mile job and it turned out to be 20, you go, hold on. So I think there is a lot of things. Julian Rose says, if it turned out to be less, I'd knock money off. You possibly would. Has that ever happened? It's never happened to me. <laughs> Could it? Do jobs ever come through and you actually find out? I suppose they do sometimes. You actually get there and you realise there's less work than you thought. It does happen, I suppose. But And Steve SDC says, the problem is you don't know what the mileage is until you've loaded and then you put it in a sat-nav and then you realise. Again, I think... If it's only a little bit, you know, by proportion. So say, for example, it was a 10-mile job and it turned out to be 11 miles, you wouldn't kick them for it, would you? If it turned out to be a 100-mile job and it turned out to be 105, you probably wouldn't kick them for it. If it was supposed to be a 100-mile job and it turns out to be 150, I would ring them. And i go, listen, I've just put this in my sat-nav. I expected to be there at 12 o'clock. It's I'm going to be there at half past one. The reason it's half past one is you said the job's this far and it's not this far, it's this far. What can you help, help me? I don't think you. I don't think that's wrong. Uh, the CX more attractive in rural areas. This comes um, from Tiffy's also in Cornwall, because he's he's in Cornwall and he's kind of think well, it would be he'd like to run, but he'd, he'd like to make it more like um, attractive to himself. Um, I come up with the idea of only showing Cornwall jobs, so you could just run your van around Cornwall. Uh, he said, or just show jobs to and from Cornwall. So you know. If you go, you might get Cornwall to London, then you're in London, and then when you're in London, you can't find anything unless it's coming back from London to Cornwall. Um, a few people, like Dolly Dalton, and a few people with Dolly, he says, kind of, he said, the thing is, he disagrees, he says, you get paid a premium for running into Cornwall because shippers know it's a one-way street, so they're kind of paying you double money already. Um, and Dolly says, and I it's, a, it's a very nice place to live. So, kind of, you get the advantage of living in Cornwall the, the disadvantage is not in a busy area. I suppose it's a bit like... I mean, we thought, we thought I've got family off or friends, rather, that have gone, gone to Norfolk. Because you moved to Norfolk, and previously I couldn't move. Because I'm a market trader, I've got to be near my market. Otherwise, I'm commuting for three hours a day both ways. Six hours a day is too much. Um, I was an hour, I mean, even from like the elephant, even though I live 30 miles away, it's still two hours on the way home, two, two and a half hours. 
Um, and but you know, so and now I don't. I can live anywhere. Although of course, you know, I've got Molly and I've got like you know the in-laws around the corner and all that. But theoretically, I could move to Lincolnshire and I could probably buy myself a nice house in Lincolnshire and live mortgage-free. But I know if I move to Lincolnshire, I ain't going to see many jobs, so I'm going to stay put. End of the day, um, there were some other things here. I mean, Steve SDC says there's one on just doing shortest jobs in a bubble. Apparently, Big Beard has done one on that. I don't know, but he's out there. Other channels are out there. Please feel free to uh, <coughs> to watch. Um, and Lee Westcott says, why not charge a percentage of the quotes? I don't know. You could do that. The disadvantage with that one is... Um, hmm. Sorry, I'll throw me front. Um, we had a driver who used to work for us once, and he would do two jobs, a, two jobs a week. He would basically do Wembley to Aberdeen, and then he'd kick around there, and then he'd find another one, Aberdeen going back down south to like Wembley. And the money he would get from those two jobs... That's his weekly wage. He was happy with it. He'd often do it in the space of two days. Drive up there, sleep in the van overnight, drive back the next night. Are you going to get a full subscription of him or are you going to have to charge him for two jobs? CX is going to do what CX does. It's nothing to do with me. I just pass on the comments. Maybe they'll change. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Right, miscellaneous. Here we go. Back to the real world. Again, the proper questions. Um, Tara said, he's, he's a new geezer, I think. Uh, he says... How long have I been on the CX? Because apparently it says on our CX subscription something about just joined or something like that. Uh, since joined, it says, how do you turn off since joined? I have been on the CX now for coming up for two and a half years. I started in the summer just over two years ago. Um, how do you join since? I don't know, that's an office thing. I didn't even know it was there. Please feel, please feel free to write in the comments how to turn off since joined. I didn't even know it was there. Um, Derek McDonald. Will you do a video on the haulage exchange, the HX? I think I've done one, Derek. There's, the truth of the matter is, there's not a lot of difference. I've done one. I'll do you a link. I'm very sure I've done one. But there ain't, you know, there's not a lot. I thought there was going to be loads more to discuss. Uh, diary section and a planning section. No, pretty much so. Um, engineering, this is like engineering workout said, did you get a chance? Oh, to shoot when the combi lot was moving. No, I haven't yet. And I could have done it the other day, and I did think of this, but there was all them orange visitors around me. I'm waiting for them to go, what are you doing? Why are you filming? What are you if I get a chance one day on my own, I'll do a little shot for you. You can have a look. Um, David Whiteley. Do I reply to comments? Yes, I do. Here you are. Reply to your comment. We reply on the Sunday Q&A. Any questions, please feel free to jump in. Uh, Jim Bob. Would you recommend a small van or a Luton when driving in London? Still go to Luton. I recommend a Luton all the time. Luton's aren't that scary in London. You know, they're kind of... You can even get through six, six width restrictions in a Luton if you go slowly. It's sort of... You'll get the odd height restriction. I mean, maybe, like I say, if you want to start off small and work your way up, and that way you'll feel better and more confident, that could be a way forward. But I was driving Luton's, the Luton van in and out of London all the time. I don't miss it. I've got to be honest with you, I go very rarely now I'm in a truck. But, um, yeah, it was never really an issue, right, you know. Uh, and Carl Appleton, um, what we got here? Um, what's the difference between a hot shot and a backload? Done one on this? Do your link. If not, just go to the little, if I forget to get the link in, go to the little search bar, type in hot shot backload, you'll be on there somewhere. Um, Lewis DPB says, Oh, Chase checked out the Instagram. Yeah, we've got an Instagram. It's on Van Gogh Transport. Hang on. 
there you go, transferoutlook.com or just type in Peter Career Driver on Instagram. If you can like it, join it, share it, whatever you do, I don't understand this stuff. Apparently it helps me. I'm very grateful. All all um, subscribers gratefully received, including people on this channel. Please subscribe. Thank you. Um, BTH Transport. He passed his car test in 2013, can he? And can drive up to a seven and a half ton. Yeah, so we were trying to work out whether it's well, you had to do like an LGV test to be, but it strikes me once you pass your car test, you can drive up to. Hang on. And can drive up to seven and a half ton. Yeah, you can drive up to seven and a half ton on your license, but you can drive up to three and a half ton without a CPC. Still need the CPC to drive anything over three and a half ton. Your license will tell you you can drive seven and a half ton, but if you get in a truck and you drive it for like you know commercial basis, and they pull you over, the first thing they're going to say is, "Where's your CPC card?" And if you haven't got one, they won't. They won't be happy. Um, P. Freddie Fletcher, are you still on the CX? Yes, the CX, the HX is just the CX. It's like the souped-up version. It's blue rather than yellow, and you can see jobs up to six-axle trailer, whereas on the CX you just see jobs up to seven and a half ton truck. Which is curious, actually, because I was going the other day. How come they post jobs up to seven and a half tons? Because that means you're getting people in Lutons that are taking two-ton jobs. They really shouldn't be doing that. Thoughts on that one? He was quite needly, was my mate Al, my, my business partner. What's his point, really? Oh, there you go. Um, Tobias Green. Um, yeah, this is about the social media connects to the website to help you rank it. My mate Nigel, he's my best mate. I've known him since I was 11 years old. Known him, was that like 40 years now? He sorts all this stuff out. But uh, if you can subscribe, click, like, brilliant, thank you. Quite the uh, quite the social social media guy, man. <laughs> Steve R, what would you charge per mile? Would you charge more per mile for night? Starting, say, 8 p.m. and finish around 6 a.m. in an extra long wheelbase. I think I would. Because the availability is hard. I would try it. I'd probably zoom in at about 150 a mile. See if you get it. You will or you won't. And if you don't, then you knock it down a bit. And if you get it every time, you knock it up a bit. But there aren't that many vans want to run at night. They've got a lot harder to get, I would think. So, again, thoughts. Uh, London Creative. That's from Nick again. How you doing, Nick? You may be able to... Yeah, I may be able to drive a forklift, but have I ever toppled one? He has. He had the road runner moment where you wait for it to go, and it goes. I haven't toppled a forklift, although I have ripped the lintel out of the old warehouse when I was trying to be clever back in the day when we were market traders and we used to get cotton traders in on a forty footer, and the farm would let me use his forklift. So I'd go and I'd get the pallet off the top. You know, they double stack them go in to the yard and then you know as you pull him back you start putting the forks up ready to get the next one completely forgetting about the fact that I've got to actually clear the um the doorway first put the forks up hit the wooden bit the whole door just <laughs> day you know half a day later the farmer hit me with a bill <laughs> oh well things happen don't they um what we got key boy he's a big fan of the videos thank you very much my friend um it's a distribution centre. It's always keeping waiting for at least an hour. I had one the other day. I was Amazon again. I've not been too bad with Amazon lately. I got there. There was seven lorries in front of me. Just to get through the gate. Then you've got to get on a bay. Then you've got to wait to get loaded. It just takes forever. And just as I was coming up to the gate, the geese around me. And bear in mind that I'd driven from Birmingham to Dunstable to get this job. He said they've just cancelled. And I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'll take the cancellation fee. 
It was only going 10 miles down the road, but I was fine with that. Um, yeah, and now if it comes up, I start, you know, you start the clock jobs, and you think, I know what that is. I think I might swerve that one. Uh, David X. Well, one drop or multi-drop. He agrees. He says most, he does mostly multi-drops to industrial units. He says, and you can't find them. They've got a different name. He said, when you find them, and then you're late, and that puts your ETA late on the next one. You know, my favourite ones are the ones that are like the size of a planet. This huge, great silver thing. And you put in, they haven't got a name anywhere. I've gone up to the desk before. And even at the desk, they haven't got a name. Is this, is this Bill's, Bill's balloons? And they go, yeah. Do you want to stick a sign up? You know, it wouldn't hurt, would it, really? So, there we go. Um, Ian Gregg. What fees do Skipton's charge if you don't have the required revenue? Don't know. Please follow the link to ring them up and ask them and mention my name. They'll never pay me a penny, but that goes for everybody. But, you know, one day, you live in hope. Uh, yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't even know if they'll take you. But they might. Just tell them you're going to turn over loads of money. Ian Merrick. Hello, Ian. Um, it's all about terms and conditions. Ultimately, this is um, how much do you want to spend chasing money to find it? You start trying to get money off jobs. This guy recommends a small business. The, the, the small business, um, what is it? Uh, I think it sounds like a good idea. Uh, we'll try and get some link up or something like that somehow. Ian, send us a thing and I'll try and get some link up so that people can join it because it does sound like a good idea. Uh, RUK, thanks for the videos. Why don't you open your own company? I have got my own company. I've had my own company since I was 25. It was just my name up until about three years ago when it turned into Van Gogh Transport, and we're running Van Gogh Transport now. I have got my own company. But, yeah, of course, that's how all this started, mate. <laughs> Steve Campbell. Uh, RAC do cover breakdown. They do. We can look into that. I don't know how much they charge. But they send subcontracted trucks. This is what gets me. So you break down, you ring the RAC, then they've got to ring the subcontractor, then the subcontractor sends the RAC a bill, then the RAC puts his money on and then sends you a bill. Alternatively, I break down, I Google, break down in the area, rig the subcontractor directly, he comes out to me quicker, we can negotiate, and I pay him. That's cutting out the middleman. And the days before phones and Googles, you probably needed a breakdown service. Now, I don't know. Didn't need it for the tyre. Um... What else is it? You can also buy... Oh, yeah, right, hire and reward insurance. Someone asked how you go about getting hire and reward insurance. If you rent a van, you can buy hire and reward insurance, 20 to £30 a day, but it's reduced if you use your own insurance. So assume that means you've got your own insurance, they do it as an add-on or something like that. And from his shady past, Steve, we all know people with a shady past, doesn't make you a bad person. Um... He said, with a driver's license thing, because Ian Merritt, I think, he fired up the fact that they can use your driver's license um, number. They also need your postcode, which I don't know if it's printed on your driver's license, and your national insurance number. So as long as you don't give them your national insurance number, you might be okay. Uh, yeah, Lee Westcott, passenger seat, keys, mate, tell me about it. Uh, Rob O'Keefe. Regarding drivers turning, oh yeah, we're the one on like drivers turning up and it turns out to be a bigger vehicle. If it's regard, he said, he, he said if you turn up and you're expecting one box and it's two pallets, ringing the um, the chipper in front of the customer, not a good idea. Um, he said, fair enough, if there's handball involved, you can ring up and go, look, I need a bit of money for handball on this one. He said, but normally, and I understand, he said, a lot of the time, as shippers, and this is true, we don't know what we're sending you in for. They just ring up and they say, want this van. Again, it's very important. Don't talk to the customer. Don't kick off in front of the customer. Ring the shipper. Be polite. Explain the situation. 
they're, they're people, they're human beings. If you think, if you can explain to him and go, mate, this really wasn't what I signed up for, he'll probably go, no, okay, fair enough, we'll sort it out. So yeah, it really is, I can understand the chagrin of often turning up and it not being what you want, but then the protocol goes in of actually talking to people, talk to the shipper, talk, sort it out, it can happen. Uh, Karen Kalim, I think that's right. Um, thanks for the videos, he's now joining. Okay, mate, welcome to the exchange. Tiffiosa Cornwall, Oh, yeah, any job, any job on that job? We did one on that one, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And Lee Westcott. Yeah, can you do a video on if you get pulled by those by the police, by the DVLA, and what happens? I will. It happened to me once a long time ago. And I know a man who's happened to me more than once. Martin, if you're watching, I need your help on that one. Um, yeah, I need to find out what they cost you and how it actually went about. But, um, yeah, they did me once. Pulled me over once. Uh, the brake light help. Oh dear. Right, that's it. Uh, finally, my passenger's gone. Um, Vincent, the bear. I kind of miss him, strangely. He used to sit on the chair, but I found myself talking to him. And talking to a stuffed animal is probably not a good idea. Um, but Daniel said he's got uh, Daniel's superhero um, transport manager. He's got two young girls who are going to give him a good home. Daniel, that will be going out of the post tomorrow. In the meantime, my driving brake is finished and I've got to work. Because I, I need to. Take care and take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.